as Abel would say, you will not believe how ridiculously easy it is to create a CI-CD pipeline for your application in Azure. Abel Wang is here to show us how to implement pipelines for Azure Functions, App Service, and even Azure Kubernetes Service today on Azure Friday. Hey everyone, Donovan Brown here with another episode of Azure Friday. I'm here with Abel and he's going to show us how to create CI-CD pipelines for our applications deployed into Azure. So, what if you're new to CI-CD? We're not, right? we love yeah. DevOps, but we have a lot of our customers who are interested in getting started. Like, how do they do that? Let me show you how, right? The whole goal with Azure Pipelines is we want to make this, as I always say, <laughs> ridiculously easy. <laughs> but this is, isn't just hyperbole. Let me show you exactly how easy it is. All right, right? cool. All right, so what we're first going to do is we're going to take an Azure function, a serverless app, right? And, and we're going to go ahead, it's already deployed, okay. but we're going to create a CI-CD pipeline completely from scratch. All right, great. So here is my Azure function. It's just a URL shortener, and I have my uh, staging environment, and I also have my production environment. Okay. Now this shortener, it takes a bunch of parameters, like my event, my channel, my alias, and the original URL. And then when you run it, it goes ahead and shortens the URL for us. So if we go ahead and try to run it, um, it returns back, and hooray for that. We have a shortened URL, right? Now the code, I have it in a Git repo on uh, a Azure repos. And now we're going to go ahead and take this and build our CI-CD pipeline. Okay. Right? It's actually really simple to do. We can start from nothing, and let's create a brand new pipeline. So I'll go ahead and create a brand new pipeline. And what we're going to do is we're going to use the classic editor because it's easier to see exactly the steps that I'm going to do. And the classic editor versus the YAML editor, right? Correct. Right. Correct. And you can also go from the graphical user interface that you're about to show us to YAML if you should choose to later. Yes, and I'll show right. you how to do that as Perfect. well. Perfect. Yeah. So the first thing we're going to choose is we're going to go ahead and choose the repo that we're going to grab the code from. Um, next, we can go ahead and actually use a template because remember, this is an Azure function. So let's go ahead and scroll down this list. And we'll see, oh, deploy an Azure function. We're actually build an Azure function. So we'll go ahead and click apply. And now what you see is it blows out and creates for us this build pipeline where it does the new get restores, it builds our solution. And literally, there's not a whole lot that we have to change. Now, the only thing I'm going to change is I'm going to go ahead and use my own private agent. Got it. Right? All right. So let's go ahead and save this and queue it up. Yeah, I noticed when you brought down the, the agent pool, you chose your private one, but there's tons of them in there, right? There's hosted ones in there that allow our customers to act, have instant access to Mac, Windows, and Linux. Uh, but I'm like you, I love my own private agents because they're just, they're fast and I can put bleeding edge bits on them and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but very cool. All right, great. So our build is off and running, and this is the CI of the CI-CD portion. Correct, correct. So just in case you didn't know, let's go ahead and take a look at this uh, build again. The way the build pipelines work, basically it's a task runner, right? Absolutely. There's one task after another after another. And what you do by, you can customize this and make it do whatever you need to just by adding and removing tasks. Now, out of the box, we give you hundreds of tasks for any language targeting any, any platform. platform. Absolutely. And you can just use them. And if you want to do something that doesn't come out of the box, go ahead and look in our marketplace, right? Our marketplace, we have now over a thousand build and release tasks that our partners have created that you can just download and start using. Yeah, last time I was there was over 1,300. Yeah. And, and every time crazy, I go there, right? it's a higher number. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And 
If you want to do something that doesn't exist in the marketplace, you can create your own custom tasks super easy as well. And, back, and the way I learned to do mine is because all the ones that come out of the box are actually developed in an open source open project source. Yeah, in GitHub. And I just cloned it, learned how they worked, and then wrote my own. That's exactly what I did as Very well. Very cool. And there's plenty of blog posts that show you exactly how to write your own custom tasks. Absolutely. All right, so let's go ahead and jump back to the build. And it should be relatively done, and it actually it is all the way done. So if we go ahead, we can look and see in the summary. That's going to show a summary of everything that's happened, including we can go ahead and see like what's actually in the drop, which should be a zip file. Let's go ahead and pop this open. So this is a zip file of my function. So yep. this zip file is now ready to be deployed. Got it. Right. So at this moment, I don't have a deployment pipeline. Right. So let's go ahead and create one. We'll just go to releases, and let me click on that. And from here, it's going to take us to the visual editor for your release pipeline. Got it. Right. So the first thing we're going to do is let's, once again, select a template. And we're deploying into an Azure function. So if we scroll down the list, dun, 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 here's a template that we can just start using. So we'll go ahead and click on Apply. And the way that you configure your release pipelines, first you have to configure what stages you're going to have. So I have a staging environment, and I also have my production environment. So I'm going to call my first stage staging. And once you, after you do that, you can go into the actual stage, and now you can configure all the tasks that are going to run to deploy your application to that particular stage. Now, remember, we used a template, so everything is almost ready for us. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and select my subscription. And after I select my subscription, I do need to choose uh, the correct function that I'm deploying to. Okay. So this is going to be my shortener for staging. So I'll go ahead and select that. And let's go ahead and use my agent again. Well, we could use a hosted agent, sure. but my agent is so freaking fast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly why I use private ones too. Okay. And notice that's all I did. So we can go ahead and save this and queue it on up. So let's go ahead and look at our pipeline. But before I queue it up, there's some things I probably should do because we also have a production environment, Correct. right? So let's go ahead and we'll clone this environment. And we'll call this environment prod. Uh, and I do need to change a little bit because instead of deploying to staging, I do want to deploy this to my production environment. Got it. Some other things that you can do is after you define your stages, you can define approvers right. before and after each environment, right? So let's go ahead and add an approver here. And we'll do a post-deployment approver, and I'll say this is me to make it easy. Right, and this is going to fire after it's successfully deployed the staging, basically asking your permission, should I continue into the production environment? Correct. Exactly. And I'm going to add a pre-deployment uh, uh, approver before I drop my code into production, sure. just so somebody can approve it before it actually just happens. Absolutely. Right? All right, so it just gives us a little bit more control. So let's go ahead and scroll down. and. We'll go to our pre-deployment approvers, and I'm going to add myself here. And that is literally all we need to do. Let's okay. go ahead and save this, and we'll queue one up and see what happens. So we'll go ahead and create a release. Click on Create. So what it's going to do now is it's going to grab the latest build, and now it's going to start releasing my code first into my staging environment. And if everything looks good, then we can approve it, and then it'll go into the production environment. Got it. Yeah, it takes the zip file that was produced by your build mm -hmm. and downloads it and then uses that as the artifact to deploy into production for you. Yeah. Or into each environment, not necessarily production, but into staging and then after staging into production. 
Correct. Got it. Correct. So if you notice the visual editor for each individual stage, it looks shockingly like the build, right? Sure. Because it's literally the same agent. Same it's engine. A task engine. Exactly. Right? So the same rules apply. Basically, if you want to customize it, you just need to add or remove tasks. Okay. And once again, hundreds of tasks out of the box. You've got the marketplace with thousands of, well, not thousands, but uh, over a thousand tasks. Right. And you can write your own custom tasks. Absolutely. As well. And anything that you can do from a command line, there's already tasks to do that. Anything that you want to do from a REST API, there's tasks to actually do that as well. So pretty much, if you can dream it, chances are you can automate it. Yep, exactly. exactly. Cool. So notice we just deployed our code all the way out into well, into our staging, staging environment. Yeah, for sure. Right. So if we want to, we can go back to our pipeline and we can see now it's waiting for a post-deployment improver. So we can look at it and say, you know what, we did deploy, it looks great. Let's go ahead and approve this. And now once I approve it, it will go ahead and flow into the production environment. So let's approve this. And you'll see that it's now going to go ahead and flow into the production. But instead of just code blasting in there, remember I added a pre-deployment approver? Yep. So now we can approve this. Um, I can immediately click Approve and bits will just start moving. I can also defer my deployments as well. So this is kind of a cool feature right. where I can schedule. I can say, yes, I do want to deploy this, but let's wait until 2 in the morning when right. nobody's on the system. Right? Sure. So you can schedule when you want it. But for this demo, we'll just go ahead and click Approve, and now bits start flowing all the way into production. And just to be clear, you put yourself as the approver there, but it could have been other people. It could oh, have yeah. been groups of, uh, inside of your uh, Azure Active Directory. Yep. And with release gates, it could even be third-party systems that actually act as approvers on either of those points. Yeah, you can add automated approval using AI and, and, and things like that Very to cool. approve from one environment to the next. Awesome. Right? So this looks really easy, but I have to imagine that what if I don't want to go inside Azure DevOps? Is there a way that I can have a lot of this stuff just set up for me? Oh, absolutely. Right. So. One of the things I wanted to do was show you how you can build a CICD pipeline for app services, right? Okay. Uh, and, and we can build it manually just like this. And if you do that, you'll see there are templates that can do all, all the sure. steps for you as well. Uh, but I've got a confession to make. I know I'm a DevOps practitioner. I'm not the biggest fan of building out my CICD pipeline sure. by hand, right? So you can use different tools that will help you scaffold. One of my favorites is an open source project called Yo Team. I've heard of it once or twice. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I wrote that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you did, but it is open source. It is open source. <laughs> but that is, it's one of my favorite tools. To it use. better be. It really is one of my favorite tools yeah, to use, cool. where from the command line, you can just say Yo Team and, and, and choose an app service, and it will scaffold everything out for you, including a sample app that you could just start using. Right. So super powerful, super easy to use. Right. And I, I know I, I wrote that uh, a while ago, but I know now that there's actually a way to do some of that inside of the Azure portal as well. So can you show us how that works too? Yeah. In fact, you know what? Why don't I show you how you can use that from the portal, right, to scaffold your project sure. out into a Kubernetes cluster. Awesome. Even because better. that's like the cool thing. Yes, that's right? a hot, hot topic right yeah. now. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into from the portal. We're going to go ahead and create a resource. And the resource that we're going to create is called an Azure DevOps project. Mm -hmm. So here it is, a DevOps project. We'll go ahead and create that. So let me click on it. And the first thing it's going to do is it's going to ask you what language do you want to create this from. Now remember, I have nothing in place right now. Right? right. I don't have anything in Azure. I don't have anything in Azure DevOps. We're starting from scratch. You always say, literally say, any language, any, any platform. platform. All the time. Yes. Right? This right here proves it. Look at all these different languages that yeah. we support with more languages to come down the pipe. Yep. Every time I look at this screen, there's a different language on there than the last time. So for this example, let's go ahead and choose Node, because why not? Yep. We'll click on Next. 
And now it's going to ask us, oops, I went too fast. It's going to ask us what type of framework do you want to use. We're going to use a simple node app. Okay. And now it's going to ask us what infrastructure in Azure do you want to use. So we want to deploy into a Kubernetes cluster, so we're going to use AKS. And now it's going to ask you what instance of Azure DevOps do you want to create your pipelines in. Correct. Right. So let's go ahead and choose uh, my demo account, and I have way too many accounts. <laughs> A lot of able starts there, a lot of organizations. I love the ABCDE. <laughs> and you know what? We'll call this serverless Azure Friday demos. And we'll call this my cluster. Well, it's too long. That's good enough. And we'll go ahead and click on done. And that is literally all we need to do. Right, because it goes off and does the AKS provisioning for you, the setting up of the pipeline, and the deployment of the sample app into that cluster. Yeah, it does all of that Got for it. you. And it takes a little bit of time, because it's sure. actually doing quite a bit, right? Sure. Including provisioning. But when you're done, you get left with a portal that looks like this, right? Got it. So on the left-hand side, that's your CI-CD pipeline. And all of these links are deep links into Azure DevOps, into that actual resource. So super easy to navigate. And on the right-hand side, these are all the stuff that you provisioned out in Azure. Correct. So here's your Kubernetes cluster. There's your application insight for that cluster and things like that as well. Perfect. Now, just to show you what's actually going on, we'll go ahead and click into one of these deep links into the repo. So we create for you a sample app in the language that you picked. So here's my Node.js application. And it also has all of my ARM templates. Perfect. So you're using infrastructure's code, which is another DevOps best practice. Yep. So provisioning that infrastructure is something that we can actually see how it was done. You don't have to go in the portal or set any of that stuff up. Exactly. Perfect. The next thing that we do is we create for you a CI-CD pipeline right. that makes sense for the technology that you actually picked. Perfect. Which is Node.js app into a Kubernetes cluster. So let's go ahead and take a look at our, our uh, build pipeline. So here it is. We'll go ahead and edit this so you can see what this looks like. And remember, this is a Kubernetes or a, a, a container application, right? right? So here we go. We create the image, we push the image, we build it, then we install Helm and we copy the ARM template. Right. So now we're all ready to go, right? Now we jump into the release pipeline, and again, we create a release pipeline for you that makes sense for the technologies that you picked. So once again, it's only one environment, but easy enough to clone your different sure, environments. Sure, as we did before. Yep. And if we drill in here, you'll see the tasks that we use to deploy this Helm application into your Kubernetes cluster. Very, very cool. Now, here's the million-dollar question, right? Great. You can take a, the sample app, deploy it into your cluster. That's fantastic. What, if, what about my real application? Right. right? How do you get your real application in there? Well, you remember, this repo is just a Git repo. So simple enough for me just to clone it, swap out my app with the sample app, and hooray for that. That's all you need to do. Fantastic. Now you're ready to rock and roll. Awesome, man. We are learning all about creating your CI CD pipelines for your apps deployed into Azure here on Azure Friday.